0: Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, a Teen Mom Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hey, so it happened. <sighs> you know, what we knew would happen, these Wade is no longer the law of the land. I don't feel like crying, so I'm not going to cry tonight. You guys know I love to cry on Mike, right? I just love to cry on Mike. It's my favorite thing. But I don't feel like crying tonight, so I'm not going to. We are upset. We are angry, infuriated, and as promised, I am going to be raising money to donate to abortion funds throughout the country. You can Venmo or Cash App me at BentleyLiz1. I'll put my PayPal, and I'll put both of those, obviously, in the information. I'm going to post it on Instagram if you're following Feathers underscore pod, Um, My goal is to just raise as much as we can so that we can make significant donations to different funds. Uh, When I did the domestic violence shelter fundraising a couple months ago, I was able to give like $250 to each place, which I thought was really great. I would love to be able to do that, but truly, just like whatever we can raise. I think it's really nice to donate as a collective. Um, I have a whole list of funds that I'm going to be giving to. You guys know that I buck heavy with abortion funds and getting people money directly for an abortion um so i will be donating to the ones in trigger states but i also want to be cognizant of donating to clinics in illinois i saw a graph that they're expecting illinois abortions to jump like 500 percent because it's now going to be the abortion hub of the midwest and that like 15 states are going to be filtering into Illinois for people to get abortions. So we have to also be like aware of that. Um I it like there's so much to be aware of, I know. <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know, like I'm not planning on only donating to trigger states if possible. Um I obviously like who knows how much money I'll have, we'll raise, whatever. I'm going to personally be donating five hundred dollars. Uh, and I just, I hope that you guys can donate. I just today tweeting, I raised about 200 I I just want to be able to give as much as we can. This is devastating. <laughs> you guys know that I call myself pro-abortion, not pro-choice. That I have always talked on this podcast about reproductive justice. And that I care a lot about this. And that abortion is, like, my cause. And it has been my cause, truly, since I was 10 years old. Uh Thanks, Mom, for that. And I just am really upset. I'm, like, really upset. And in many ways, I'm, like, really glad that that leak happened. I will say, though, like, the writing was truly on the wall during, during oral arguments, which I believe was in December. But even from, like, the leak happening. I'm, I'm glad this didn't come out of left field per se, but it's still just, it's devastating. It's beyond devastating. So cash at me, PayPal me, Venmo me, even if it's $2, just whatever you can, if you can. And I will obviously post all the donations I make, just like I always do when I raise money having this platform to collectively donate money has been the best reward of this podcast. And I mean, I think since we started Operation Santa, we've probably raised close to $10,000 for Operation Santa, the domestic violence stuff, like just from raising money occasionally. Like I I think Feathers in My Hair and the Patreon Liz Explains listeners have donated about $10,000 to causes and That's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. So join me in collective action because community matters. Collective action matters. It's nice to, like, donate as a group, I think, um, because it's important to remember, like, we are in a community and we may all be strangers and we may be connected by a fucking podcast about the dumbest show that's ever existed on TV. But We are connected by that, and we are a community, and together we can do real work. So if you can, please donate. If you can't, I get it. (laughs) We're also, like, in a recession and all that fun stuff, and gas is $1,800 a gallon. So things are great. Things are really great. Uh, Now you can listen to my Teen Mom episode. (laughs) I had internet friend Kion. It was a really great episode. Trigger warning? I don't... At one point, we're gonna talk about Dr. Drew. I believe in Barbara. When we're talking about Janelle and Barbara, we start talking about Dr. Drew. Uh, trigger warning for talk of suicide and self harm there. Uh just so you know, just sir so heads up. But the rest of this episode, it's just a nice throwback. So fun to have a guest on. Follow Kai on Instagram. He is so funny and so great. And yeah. Let's, um, take care of ourselves, right? Let's take care of ourselves. Let's take care of our neighbors. Let's take care of fellow people in this country and do what we can that is not donating to politicians, but putting money directly in people's hands and participating in mutual aid because mutual aid is what gets this shit done, right? It is what gets this shit done. So reach out to me if you have any questions, you need help with anything, I'm here, I love you all, thank you for being part of this community, enjoy this episode.
1: Hi Kai. Hey Liz, thank you so much for having me. Thank you
0: for coming on, you know at first I was like well should I ask him to come on at, like Patreon so we can talk about housewives, I was like no, he always has to talk about housewives. Let's talk about
1: Teen Mom. And like Teen Mom is a passion of mine. I need to thank you for giving (laughs) me a, I guess, like scholarly excuse to go back and watch one of my favorite seasons because I watched these two episodes, but obviously spiraled into watching more.
0: Of course. And this (laughs) is truly like peak Teen Mom. But for those that don't know, Kyron's an Instagram account called The Real the, or, what is it? The Real Housewives Orders?
1: The Real Housewives Orders. You got it.
0: And what I love about it is I'm a person that just like loves truly boring details. So the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is so funny. This is so for me, like just like being like, what are the housewives ordering in their episodes? Cause those are always like the funniest parts of episodes in my opinion. So I love Absolutely. it. You, you should all follow, but I'm so glad that we can talk about teen mom and that you don't have to talk about housewives and food today.
1: Thank God. And it's, it's nice because I do watch so many reality shows. and like, I've been watching reality shows for like over half my life at this point so I know so much but people only think like I care about housewives and food but you You know you've
0: been been pigeonholed
1: (laughs) I have but I did it to myself
0: (laughs) yeah that's crazy to think like I guess I've been watching reality tv like very seriously for over half my life but even longer because I was like nine watching the real
1: world right I like the first memory I have of like fully committing to reality tv I was like 12 and I'm 31 now so yeah I mean
0: I was like fully like a Bravo-holic in high school like I watched the series premiere of Real Housewives of Orange County live like I was already like deep in Bravo land at that point
1: (laughs) you you need to brag about that more I, I feel like that's something I don't really see people do like I've been watching from the very beginning. And like the Bravo Instagram world is kind of like one-uppy like that sometimes. So that that's, that's your niche, baby. I
0: know. It really is. <laughs> like I was already watching. Um, well, I think I started watching because I liked Inside the Actor Studio. I really think that's probably like how I started watching the channel. And then okay. I just like started watching the shows like i just like the shows i don't even remember what was on pre Housewives, but i remember coming on um yeah so <laughs> but we're gonna talk about teen mom we're gonna talk about teen mom season three episodes five and six which weren't like the most exciting episodes to ever happened but it just they feels her, so but... nice to be like in this era with them
1: that's what I was thinking. Like A, it brought me back. Like, I'm a teen mom too girly. Like yes. I have fucked with them since the very beginning, like deep into the friends. Like when Tori showed up, I was like, Tori, <laughs> and like I was freaking out. But it also was like a time of reality TV. And like teen mom has never been like super glam or anything like that, but it was just very like for lack of a better word, like, real still and, like, not super produced, it felt like. Like, I was, like, this is comforting to watch. Like, this is is what I remember reality TV being.
0: Yeah, I've always been a Teen Mom 2 head. Like, I watched 16 and Pregnant. I watched regular Teen Mom. But, like, Teen Mom 2 was, like, when I was, like, truly hooked. I remember before it came out, it must have came out in the summer because they were playing, like, the... (laughs) The commercial, like the preview, and Barb was screaming like, "That's it! I'm calling the cops!" And I remember my cousin and I would like scream at each other like all summer. It was just (laughs) the funniest thing to ever exist. And yeah, Teen Mom Two is just like that bitch. Like even when I go back and watch early Teen Mom OG seasons, like they're better than current seasons, but like they just don't have the energy or the star power of Teen Mom. I fully agree. There's no, there's no star on Teen Mom O.J.
1: No, like, I guess Farah is who you would think would maybe be, but even she, like, compared to, like, a Janelle, like, her life is so boring, it's just, like, she's evil, and, like, but that isn't really a great main character.
0: Farah's deeply
1: boring (laughs) in many ways.
0: Like, it's weird, because she's, like, very chaotic, but Janelle has, and also, like, yeah, I guess Farrah was kind of like the star if you're thinking in terms of like drama and chaos. But something yeah. about Janelle and Barb is just very different from Farrah. And in a way that is, more, I, I think more in Yeah, like, I don't know why it is, but something about Farrah doesn't have like a ton of charisma.
1: Exactly. It's all really put on with Farrah too, especially later on. Like, it's all very like, I'm literally hiring people to be around.
0: Yeah oh my god poor Farah. I just saw whereas Janelle
1: just like always has hanger on her.
0: Yes, yes. Sorry
1: to cut you off. What's Farah up to? I need an update. I saw
0: that she was arrested in like January for battery, which I think I knew. Right. And now she's just being like, that didn't happen. Like I'm not being charged with that, but she is. And she just like keeps insisting it didn't happen. Like that, like not that even that like she was wrongly accused, but like that this is not something that is going on in her life.
1: Beloved, there is a literal video, I'm pretty sure. Like if I remember correctly, there, <laughs> there was like is. a video. I'm pretty sure Beyond the Blind shared it to their feed. Go check them out. But there is we a video did. of this. Like it was like a peaceful arrest, I want to say. It wasn't peaceful and no
0: citizens <laughs> arrest is what you're <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I think what you're thinking of because it like wasn't yeah. a cop that did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just like a bouncer. Yeah. I was saying to Liz earlier, listeners, I'm Canadian, so please. I apologize in advance for my like American ignorance towards things. I <laughs> do we have citizens arrests here? We actually might. You <laughs> might.
0: You might. That cuz I think that's like a common law thing like from England would be my guess. So you guys Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: Should we start with Chelsea?
1: Yeah, I'm going to pull up my notes.
0: Okay. Chelsea?
1: Oh, Chelsea.
0: You know what's interesting in this episode? I feel like Chelsea in this these episodes like figured out that she looks better not baggy clothes because suddenly I felt like her like workout pants were like tighter and I was like oh Chelsea looks good and I'm like well it's just because she's like not wearing like a size 4x like all of her clothes like she is earlier in the series
1: there is one point she is wearing like extremely baggy gray sweatpants and I was like Chelsea what it was jarring I think that's the only reason I noticed it because you're right she is wearing things that are nicer in cheetah print
0: yes she's on her way this is still obviously like very blonde Chelsea as I've said her extensions truly make me feel physically Uh. ill I don't know what it is about them but they look so nasty and like you know they're just they so obvious washed. they're so obvious they're like truly just like clumped together on her head
1: in a knot mm-hmm. they just smell like her candles that she has lit around <laughs> her house Her like <laughs> yankee her yankee red candles whatever the sense of that is Pandary. yes you
0: know that she had like a million candles burning in her house at all times when she was younger
1: <laughs> i clocked them all this entire time i was like giant candle there's a yankee
0: so she's sitting on the couch with Aubrey to start out with and of course she's like, "Should we call Daddy?" <laughs> like she loves to do. And she calls Adam and is like, "Hi. I haven't talked to you in a while." And they're basically just like go back and forth like, "What's going on?" "Well, what's going on with you?" "Well, what's going on with you?" Adam is such an asshole.
1: I hate him. I forgot how much I hated him. He is such a dick.
0: He is I honestly, the best thing Adam ever did for himself was refusing to film this show. Agree. Because it's kind like later in the series, it's kind of easy to forget how bad Adam is just because like you're not seeing him on TV and watching exactly. him talk is you're like, this man is a monster. <laughs>
1: And, like, how old is he at this point? I I don't know. But, like, early 20s?
0: I think early 20s. I think he's, like, two-ish years older than Chelsea.
1: He's so immature.
0: He's so immature. He's so... I think what gets me is that he thinks so highly of himself, and yet he's so ugly and lame.
1: And, yeah. (laughs) I was gonna bring this up later, but, like, and, like, such a lame tattoo. He's such a freak.
0: So lame. Like, he is truly walking around like he is Ryan Gosling good looking and like acting like that and I think that that makes a lot of like I think that does make a lot of sense because I think that's how he like convinces girls into thinking like he's better
1: than he is absolutely and like never forget we're three seasons and at this point you know there's like girls on Twitter tweeting him being like oh. hottest dad on the show like you know that's happening this he's is probably- like that
0: he's probably fucking fans at this
1: point fully absolutely absolutely no doubt in my mind
0: I wish we could like get into that more like the fucking of the fans especially from like the teen dads and like how they interacted with fans because they obviously weren't talking about it before they broke the fourth wall by the time they did break the fourth wall like the dads that were still around were mostly like the husbands or the baby fathers who had wives right like right I'm curious like what life we kind of hear it with Corey in this episode and we'll get there when we talk about Leah (laughs) but like I'm kind of curious like what life was like for these dads that were in these small towns and I know for the mom like Leah talks about how terrible it was for her she like became a target but we know that men don't get treated that way No, not at all so I like You have to think that Adam going out in South Dakota in his small town, like he's the most famous person in the state. Like he has to be pulling girls just by being on Team Mom.
1: Absolutely. Well, yeah,
0: so gross. So she has truly at one point a single, a Lauren Conrad single tier. I literally (laughs) wrote the single (laughs) tier
1: LMFAO. (laughs) Because he said, yeah, it's not working out and like hangs up.
0: Well, first he goes, uh, before he hangs up, he says, you have your dad to blame for
1: this, which is so
0: fucked up and abusive. Like that's such an abuser thing where it's like, I'm going to cut off the thing that you want and I'm going to blame somebody around you because then you can't even like do anything to fix it. Like you can't even- Your main support system. Yeah. Like this is your dad's fault because- Adam's either going to get Chelsea to leave him alone, which I think he wants sometimes, or she'll he'll just isolate her from her dad.
1: Exactly. Oh god. So I'm crazy. actually happy with the way that it did go, though. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind oh. of the end of it. This is like, I mean, they this, still this is like the end end. I think
0: they still hook up a couple of times because remember he gets with um, Taylor, and then he she's having sex with Adam while ta- Taylor's pregnant. But I think that this is the end of them like her like entertaining that she's like with Adam. Like I think it takes her another couple years to like stop having sex with him. But I think that this is the end of like Adam and I are going to be together.
1: Right. The on and off is completely off except for fucking.
0: Yes. So she goes over to Randy's house and Randy is. Here's the thing. I actually really understand both sides of this i complete randy's obviously 100 percent in the right when it comes to adam but like right at this point like it doesn't help chelsea to hear randy say these things you know what i mean like it doesn't it doesn't make her leave adam and i'm not like blaming randy because i feel like anybody in that position after a while you're like shut the fuck up about him like yeah he's, a he's definitely
1: just fed up
0: yeah and they're going back and forth and Randy is kind of like well Chelsea's like you got too involved and he's like I I mean I had to get involved like what did you want me to do he wasn't chipping in. He was really he
1: grifting here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Chelsea goes well he bought me a ring and Randy goes but did he pay a bill. <laughs> I thought that was he a really good one. response. Not, Not a one. Suit, one. And Randy's like, he works, Chelsea. It's not like Adam doesn't work, which I always kind of forget about, that he was still like working at this point and still had Chelsea. What was he doing? I think he, I don't know. I think he like did construction or something. But it's bizarre
1: when they start out having jobs and then become jobless. Like, that's so weird to me.
0: It's very weird. It's, I mean, then you start to see it in this season, right? Like, Kale has a nice SUV in this season. Like, chelsea is paying her own rent like you're starting to see the evolution of the money as usual when i have a guest i forgot to put an ad break in so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back
1: chelsea's got her orange jeep
0: yes um so yeah they're going back and forth and then Chelsea's like I don't feel like we should talk about this in front of Aubrey because this is her father but she does end the conversation being like I know like this is how you can tell Chelsea's kind of changing because I feel like she goes she goes back and forth with Randy but then at the end she's like well I know he's bad like I know he's bad I don't know what to do I know he's bad and that is at least like a better place to be than like I just want him to love me
1: Yeah, but she did leave it with, like, he will, like, hopefully he'll grow up one day. And it's like, you, he, baby, he's not like,
0: (laughs) yeah. Randy goes, I mean, it's been three years and he hasn't. So why would it happen now?
1: Exactly. I wrote, listen to your dad here, Chelsea.
0: (laughs) I mean, imagine you're randy and you have this daughter that's like getting famous and like you're on a television show and you can see all of the opportunities that she has right like she's in magazines she's like going to get her ged and then go to hair school and like you can like see kind of your wayward daughter you're not motivated daughter like truly has like opportunities in front of her and mm-hmm. you're still watching her like struggling with Adam. Like I can't, I can't imagine how upsetting that is,
1: and just like frustrating too, because this is like, like we said earlier, the end of this. So this yeah. is how many times do you think that this has happened at this point? Probably 25. more than MTV has shown us. Exactly. Yeah, because
0: it definitely happened multiple times before she even got pregnant.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh but yeah, he he was coming from a place of like one upping almost like proved you right which i hated but for the most part i think i agreed with randy
0: yeah i think i usually do agree with randy and i think that i try and give randy grace here because i think like you know there are only especially because aubrey is involved and so randy's not just like it's not like he just has chelsea involved with adam like he also has aubrey involved with adam and i think that randy's like genuinely fearful of having adam as aubrey's father And like what that means for Aubrey and that's where he's like I have to do something more than if it was just Chelsea.
1: Right no I totally agree.
0: Oh god Adam. Okay so Chelsea decides that she needs to get a new dog.
1: (laughs) Bad idea.
0: Is that the dog that gets killed by the next door neighbor's dog?
1: I'm not sure I didn't Google that, but I'm I, now that you've said this, I think so. It's
0: one of them. It's one of those little English bulldog, or what are French bulldogs that she has? One of those little Frenchies. Aww. Yeah.
1: But yeah, to fix out. her problem, she's getting in a new puppy.
0: By the way, another way to know that that's like a $2,000 dog.
1: Okay. I'm not a dog person at all, so I know nothing about them damn they're really getting paid
0: they're really expensive because um they're like they're basically like so malformed like the way that they've been bred that the dogs don't even give birth naturally they like do c-sections and they have a ton of health problems but they're cute as hell and yeah they're super expensive to buy those puppies
1: interesting
0: i'm sure randy loved that she's like i'm gonna buy a five thousand dollar dog dad
1: That'll make me happy. That'll make me forget Adam. Like oh, I, 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 that always makes me eye roll when people on reality shows are like, "I'm gonna get a new dog to fix my problems." I'm like, please don't, because we're never gonna see that again. Like,
0: <laughs> I will give Chelsea credit that she seems to keep her animals, except for the one she time is that an she has an animal person. She let the dog out and it got mauled to death by the neighbor's dog. Sure, sure, sure. Except for that time, she still has that pig <laughs> she got. Like. She still, like, she does, I would say out of all of the teen moms, she may, like, most consistently keep her pets.
1: Okay, I would trust her or Kale the most with the dog, Leah the Lee. or, ooh, Janelle the least. Janelle the Lee. <laughs> Janelle. I, I just had a moment of, like, oh, no, 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 remember what happened, Kai. Even in and a pre-David
0: he, world, even in a pre-David yeah. world, Janelle was abusing those dogs. <laughs> yeah. I would trust, yeah, Kale, because Kale's had... Dogs and she keeps like her she dogs. always has
1: a dog, yeah. She does
0: and she keeps them. Um, right now she has two huge dogs, but I think she like I don't know. Yeah, I would trust Kale. I feel like Kale is decent at like Kale's so many issues, but as far as like day-to-day responsibilities, I feel like Kale's always been pretty good at them.
1: Totally responsible. And I feel like she thrives with a lot of. People around her and chaos yes. and I feel like that's what like a lot of dogs would be so yes. I feel like she would yeah she would be perfect there
0: yeah like are her dogs like the best trained like I don't know but I think that Probably. Kale is like the person that that I don't know. I, it's Especially compared to, like, a Chelsea or a Leah or Janelle, like, I think Kale's the person that, like... I mean, she had to take care of herself her whole life, right? Like, so I think she's good at, like, those day-to-days. It's, like, the emotional stuff that she's horrific at.
1: Right, struggling.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we see Adam getting a tattoo, uh, which is disgusting. In a house. In a house. He, he goes to his friend's house, and I'm like, okay... And then all of a sudden he rips off his <laughs> shirt, and I'm like, yeah. "What?" I was like, <laughs> "Are they going to hook up?"
1: <laughs> I had the same journey. At first, I wrote, "Okay, so we're at his drug dealer's house because at first his desk looked very like cluttered, like very like high school going to pick up weed." A hundred percent. I have been in that room a
0: million times to <laughs> yeah, pick up drugs. A hundred percent.
1: And then, yeah, he rips his shirt off. And I was like, okay, where are we going with this? Like, June is the month of pride. I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just a tattoo.
0: I'm actually kind of surprised that Adam, maybe he does. I don't think so. But I think if Adam had stayed a little more relevant, he would, like, be on OnlyFans and, like, be doing I that. was,
1: he's obsessed I was with his body. he was on it.
0: One would think, but I, I don't think he is. But he's really into he's his member? body and...
1: Okay. Trigger warning listeners. I'm sorry, but remember those pictures of, of him, like almost naked? Of course. I'm That's exactly what I was thinking Only of. <laughs> huh.
0: Adam huh. would jerk off on camera for sure.
1: Definitely.
0: Also he does meth. Like...
1: Okay. Well, I was going to say, I honestly have not checked in with Adam in like a good three years. Is he okay? I, mean, I don't,
0: I don't, I haven't either really. I think Adam good for him he does like stay offline as far as I can tell um okay and I I'm pretty sure Adam I, I don't know if he currently does it but he has on and off struggled with the meth addiction which is okay. like perfect for OnlyFans.
1: fans yeah
0: <laughs> god so he's getting an ugly ass tattoo and they're like talking about Chelsea and he's just so oh my God, he's so gross. He's like, I'm loving this single life. I'm loving it. And I'm like, yep, he's fucking a ton of girls. And he's like, I can go out and Chelsea's not bitching at me. And his friend is like, so are you done with Chelsea? And he goes, you know, we always say we're done. I'm like, he's a monster.
1: Yeah. This is just like a game to him. He's having fun.
0: Yes, that's exactly it. He's having fun. We never. He's horny
1: for this.
0: We never see Adam like genuinely upset by Chelsea in a way that's like kind of terrifying when you think about it because she is and oh my god I can so relate to this with like my abusive ex-boyfriend where I would be like hysterically crying screaming like be with me I love you so much and he's just like okay like what okay what do you want like that yeah, like absolutely. feeling of like them withholding like love from you when you are like spiraling out of control is really one of like the cruelest things a person can do and i think adam and chelsea like very much had that dynamic totally poor little chelsea is supposed to be taking her ged but she decides not to take the test that day because she's having an anxiety attack which i mean of course she should have gotten up and taken the test but it's like she, of you know she, she did not study no and of course she wasn't gonna take the test like i had broke up with her <laughs> she wasn't taking a test
1: yeah at one point she was like i just feel lonely <laughs> like i was just like chelsea come on because like i i like instantly went back to when i first watched this and was just like get your fucking shit together chelsea get your ged like we have been rooting for you like i am like this close to like Like, just do it. (laughs) It's so interesting to think of how
0: Chelsea could have gone fan-wise if she had stayed on this trajectory of, like, having ugly hair, having ugly clothes. I mean, I still think her hair and clothes are ugly, but she's on trend at least now. Um, Having, like, ugly aesthetics and then, like, not getting her GED and, like, staying with Adam and, like, how different her life would be now and I mean, like good for her that she didn't, she like was truly at a fork in the road at this point. And I, she eventually does go down the right, the right road, but it's interesting to think of like this Chelsea, not changing much, basically not getting with Cole is what I'm saying. And like what exactly. that would look like as far as like her brand, I think it'd be really different it would be
1: completely opposite because as a fan at the time I remember being like okay this is not happening for her she's just gonna like yeah. never get her GED <laughs> like we had seen it on this show before and like on 16 i Pregnant and whatnot people like being like I'm gonna get my GED and they never do so I was just yeah. like okay that's where she's going so many snaps for Chelsea for yeah getting her shit together for lack of better term
0: I think, that Chelsea that test. I think that Chelsea still has a lot of the same issues that she had in these early days. I think that mm-hmm. Chelsea did an incredible job for herself picking a partner that just like fucking loves her and is obsessed with her. And I think that Chelsea is really able to lean on Cole. And do I think it's like the healthiest way to live? Like, no, I don't. No. I think that like, God forbid anything happens to Cole or ha- happens between them. I don't think that Chelsea's really like, Developed a ton of her own self-esteem, um but there is something to be said about a codependent person codepending themselves onto the right person that like makes their life better and not worse.
1: Mm-hmm. And like Cole is not really toxic at all. Like he is the perfect person to be codependent with. Like he's obsessed with anything Chelsea tells yeah. him to be.
0: Yeah, and that's what she wants. And I personally am like you should work on yourself and like learn to love yourself and I, I don't think that Chelsea loves herself still like I I don't think that she is there but and ima- like I said imagine if her next guy was another Adam right or like she like continued on with the Adams Chelsea and like I'll give her credit for that. Like, she met Cole. She wasn't like, I can't be with this guy because he's too nice, which is what a lot of people who are in bad relationships do, right? Like mm-hmm. they sabotage the good relationships. She kind of was like, This guy's good for me. And she took a hold of it. And her life is really lovely now. And I like I think that's commendable. It's not the way that like I would want to fix myself, you know, like that's not the way I would want to heal. But I think compared to like where we see her on this show, she's picked one of the healthier options that she could have.
1: Yes. Especially from people that we've seen from this show.
0: <laughs> Truly. Which is what
1: I like always compare it to, like relative to the other ladies in like the teen mom cinematic universe. Yeah. I always like, okay, Chelsea, like, because I was going to bring this up later when she goes to therapy but I'm like
0: she's really not that
1: different.
0: No. No. And but like her she's managed to live like a very normal life. I think I do think obviously it's like let's look at the person who has two stable well-off parents in her life and like all of the family support in the world. I think yes. that makes a difference. Um but also like you know that, remember that uh, reunion she was at where David and Janelle got into that huge fight with Barb and Nathan, and Chelsea's kids are there. She's pregnant, I think, in that yes. reunion. And she comes home and she just says that she's like, our kids aren't around yelling like that. And it was such a simple statement, but it's true, right? Like her kids don't live in a house, like with screaming going on, which I think. A lot of these teen mom kids do like, even if they have the money and they live in nice houses now, I think there's still a lot of screaming in their homes. Yep. And like that to me, as somebody that grew up in a a home with a lot of screaming, when Chelsea said that, I was like, good for you, like truly good for you that like being in that situation to your kids is like so foreign.
1: I am just nodding my head (laughs) because yes. Because I, I, I'm someone who, like, d- didn't grow up in a household of screaming and whatnot. So when I do see it, it does make me uncomfortable, too. Because I'm like, what do I do?
0: Yeah, because it's, it's not, you shouldn't be around it. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Okay, so
0: she decides not to take the test. Uh, she says her friend is over. Her friends, like, fucking hate Adam, which is really funny in this season because they truly do not even mince words with her because she's like crying. Well, first of all, she goes, I just hold everything in. And then I break down. I'm like, Chelsea, you cry every episode. What are you talking about? We've already you hold- seen
1: you cry once.
0: <laughs> you don't hold anything in. Like what? <laughs> like, sometimes these moms say stuff on this show and I'm like, that's how you think of yourself. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's
1: not true. <laughs> no. But
0: so she goes, you know, I just, I just want Aubrey like I want Aubrey to know that I like I really tried and I was really nice to him and her friend goes Aubrey's gonna be like why were you so stupid by being nice to him
1: her friends drag her in both episodes (laughs) Erica has no time
0: I love that like it's really you can tell her friends are at the point where they're like we're not pretending with this anymore
1: yeah, like, he's trash. You have known that forever now. Like, let's keep it moving, sweetie.
0: Yes. So Chelsea decides she's going to go to therapy. She lets us know that, you know, these have been ongoing issues. All She says all of her sisters and her mom have depression. She says she had a problem with high school. Um, then her parents got divorced and that she dated someone bad before Adam. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like that's the most we've ever really to this day even really heard about like the negatives of chelsea's like pre-teen mom life
1: that's what i wrote down i was like this is the most i've learned about chelsea this entire series like i didn't yeah. realize she dated someone like in an abusive relationship before adam because how old would she have been like so young like this yeah, she is was,
0: i would bet like from 14 to 16 she had you know like her Uh, freshman sophomore year she probably had an abusive boyfriend like we knew about the parents divorce but when she's like all of my sisters have depression my mom has depression I'm like wow this is a lot of insight into Chelsea that we never get again
1: ever even with her therapist she doesn't really go this deep
0: yeah there's a really cute Aubrey scene and I think that Aubrey's just like at her peak cuteness at this point in the series where they're out to so lunch cute. with Mary and Mary goes you're sitting like a big girl and Aubrey goes thank you yay like and so crunches cute. on a little
1: sun chip I was
0: like oh it's
1: my heart
0: so cute!" it's so 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 cute she's like so thrilled by Mary's compliment oh my god it's so cute
1: who do you think the cute are we allowed to yeah. vote on who like the cutest yes. teen mom child of all time yes. is because it's not okay it's
0: not a negative against the other kids like I wouldn't want to have like no, who's the worst all teen so mom kid cute. okay I think especially in this age group it's Aubrey and then Bentley when he like I they are both like just cutie patooties like their voices like when Bentley has that little southern accent of his and he just like cheeses around so like I think the two yes. of them are absolutely like the cutest 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 kids as
1: toddlers I agree I think Aubrey is the cutest and I also I've been like catching up on team mom young and pregnant recently so mm-hmm. Holly to me is like <laughs> okay the cutest Holly, the cutest like Holly the smartest has, cutest sweetie
0: she has taken the crown the way that she talks is incredible i'll never forget there's one scene where her and bar it's nighttime they like pull up to a restaurant and there's like water in front of them like a body of water and holly goes maybe we can jump in the water she's like (laughs) it's like such a throwaway scene and i thought it was like the funniest thing that's ever happened on the show holly is so cute she's so smart just how clearly she talks and she's been she's been talking like that since she was like 18 months
1: yeah, I think the episode we just watched in, She was 19 months. And I was like, how old is she? Like yeah. this is full toddler. Yeah.
0: Oh, she's so good.
1: And just so cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree though. Holly, so 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 cute. So Chelsea goes to therapy and she is like radiating orange in this scene. Actually, she's almost <sighs> green. Like I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but she has like a green undertone to like an orange glow.
1: The hair and the tanner and the, and the bet the baggy gray sweatpants really just like pull those other colors out.
0: She does not take off her winter jacket the whole time.
1: Nope. Or her scarf. I think she's like literally still has her purse around her. She does does not get comfortable at all. I'm
0: not getting comfortable. I'm not getting comfortable. And basically she just you know, kind of goes over what's going on with her and the therapist was fine, right? Like, she was fine, but she goes, I think you should Google boundaries. Boundaries.
1: What? Wait, can we rewind a little bit when the Uh therapist says, what did you admire about Adam? Chelsea replies, he was funny and kind of a jerk. And for some reason I was attracted. Like, uh, my jaw was on the floor what did you admire he was a juror
0: (laughs) at least she doesn't like pretend like they ever had a good relationship right (laughs) Uh, the therapist also identifies that chelsea doesn't like to let things go because she's talking a lot about like you know my parents are divorced and i hate doing holidays at both of their houses i want to do holidays like we i did as a kid and Like, I want Aubrey to do holidays all together. And I think that was right when the therapist is like, you don't like to let things go. It's like, yeah, that's why she's still running around after Adam for years.
1: Obsessed over him. Uh,
0: Obsessed. So, I mean, the therapist seemed nice. Chelsea says she's not convinced it will work, but she decides to Google boundaries later with her friend. And (laughs) Chelsea goes, well, that's interesting. Apparently I'm super unhealthy relationship-wise. Yeah, girly, we know.
1: And like, is this the first time you'd ever Googled that about yourself? Like, have you never spent any time on WebMD or anything like that? But she like will barely study to get her GED at this point. I get doubt she is Googling boundaries and just, if she has any confidence.
0: It's hard for me to relate to because I apply like my own thinking to Chelsea sometimes and I forget that she's not very deep. She doesn't have a lot of depth or self-awareness. And right. for me, who's been going to therapy <laughs> my whole life and even without that, like I was always, always interested in like knowing about myself and knowing why, right. it, you know, why other people did things and like really relating to people and having like deep emotional conversations all of the time that now looking back, it was just like my friends and I like trauma dumping on each other. But like, I always love that type of shit. So when like I hear someone like in her 20s read about boundaries and her be like, huh, huh.
1: I have none of these. (laughs) It's just so
0: different from how I am. She
1: didn't even come to that herself. She made Erica, (laughs) she's like, you know me best. So you tell me if these apply to me or not. Like, and Erica had no problem telling her that she checked all the unhealthy and none of the healthy. But I was like, wouldn't, i would have been doing this myself not asking like a close friend
0: yeah oh but i don't think chelsea like i don't think chelsea thinks to
1: herself a lot like no and that was very (laughs) evident in the scene
0: like this is just another thing that's so different for me and how it's always been so different for me is that i think for chelsea to truly process anything like she physically needs a friend or a boyfriend sitting next to her to like help her work through what whatever she was told right where I'm just like not that way
1: <laughs> no and like I feel like now I'm finally making the connection like this is why I've never connected with Chelsea and you have hit the nail on the head because I've always like uh, I've enjoyed Chelsea but like she's never been my fave no. and like no. I've never really gotten it like I no. get it I get it but I don't get it yes. for myself
0: agree yeah because she's <laughs> so different from us I totally agree I get why she's so popular right like I I have eyes. Like, I understand why people like her. I
1: I don't live under a rock. I, I get it.
0: Yeah, but I don't, I don't get her. And I never have. And I've never, like, I've just never gotten why like I've just never understood why people are like oh my god she found a boyfriend <laughs> like I was like okay like anybody can get a boyfriend like and when she got I married I just got and- one too <laughs> when she got married and everyone's like she found her happily ever after I'm like she's like 24 years old
1: <laughs> right like she has so much life to live still I think so of like a 24 year old me I'm like yeah
0: <laughs> <"Ee!" laughs> So I just have never related to like her, the way that she operates in this world has always been very confusing to me, even though like in many ways I can relate to her, like the way that she felt with Adam and like, I, I can and like, honestly, we have kind of similar parent situation. Like we have similar socioeconomics, but like just her lack of depth is like so hard for me to wrap my head around.
1: Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I maybe used to blame it on age but now I'm just like no that's just who she is that's
0: just who she is and honestly I think her mom is a lot like that when like you hear totally Mary is so like that yeah
1: because when they're out for lunch I was like oh this is like kind of what Chelsea is like now yes and I say that as someone who is literally turning into my mother so (laughs) I'm very aware it happens (laughs)
0: All right, let's talk about Kale. Who okay, um, is basically like, whoops, I didn't actually want to get back together with Jordan. <laughs> like, uh oh, decision. Like, made a mistake.
1: Kale was I. I would say she was like the least star of these two episodes. That is not a word, least star. I'm an idiot. No, like, I agree. Like I
0: agree. The least going. Less on. amount
1: of star power. Yes,
0: I think it's because her getting back with Jordan was like so anticlimactic and then her wanting to break up with Jordan was just like okay you know like yeah. it just isn't it just isn't that not compelling. compelling
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and like I I was like wow like you owe me a soda um <laughs> but I was like wow I care even less about this now in my fifth rewatch like I don't remember caring in the first place but like now I'm like okay her and Fucking Jordan, Jordan.
0: N- her and Jordan never had chemistry. She never liked him. Like from the jump, no. she never liked him. She was just like, he likes me. He's good with Isaac. I don't know. Maybe they had good sex or something. Like
1: must it- have.
0: But she never has like outwardly shown affection towards him. So watching her break up with him again is like okay. And yeah, like we kind of know this. Like sets the stage for hobby
1: yes because that's what I was thinking I was like when does Javi come into the mix because she's still in a place here where she's like cheating on people with Joe yeah um, like she isn't in the stage where she cheats on people with Javi yet so
0: yeah, yeah. It's
1: strange it, it's strange to see her doing that with Joe but yeah it's like I'm dating Jordan because we work together and he watches my kid I'm like okay like there's no stakes in this game
0: she literally at one point her friend was like, just break up with him and like be single for a while. And she goes, Yeah, but what if I decide I want to get back with him and he already has a new girlfriend? Like,
1: <laughs> And you're you're about to find out, baby.
0: <laughs> like, Kale, that is not a reason that you stay with someone. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, she just is so she makes me very sad in these episodes because I think I don't know, I can see like what she's doing right like I can see why she's like kind of clinging to Jordan even though he doesn't make her happy at all and then I can see why she's like I'm too scared to let him go because she just is so desperate to like have someone and that's tough to watch
1: I agree but in my notes I wrote Kale feels happy here and not a shell of her former self so maybe I disagree with you I feel like this was the happiest I had seen Kale compared to what we've seen recently yeah she like she was she had a light a, a light like a happy no not happy-go-lucky at all but the like way there she is talks, something since
0: her vo- it's literally the tone of her voice is different yeah
1: okay maybe like she's it, just, it, this is like her younger voice
0: because n- she's not so bitter yet like she still is pretty jaded but there's like some hope in her. Right. That, like does not MTV exist.
1: hasn't completely ruined her yet.
0: Exactly. And she's not, um, I say this as I understand how this sounds coming for me. She's not as sarcastic in these and she's more like earnest and sharing her feelings. And she, to me was very sad in these episodes, but yeah, you're right. Like her overall demeanor is just not she's so fucking angry now right like she's so angry all of the time in a way that she isn't in these
1: episodes Uh and she's like actually sharing things and not cut or like putting a wall up at all like now there's no joy in watching her i don't i'm not interested in her scenes because she gives us like less than nothing yeah but that's
0: a really good point there is no joy at all in her scenes and because Uh the only stuff she lets us see that's like happy is like usually around material things like her house yeah podcasting Uh or like Isaac doing stuff that's like not that interesting because like I just don't care that much about what a 12 year old boy wants to do
1: (laughs) nor do I but did you notice when she was at school with her friend that she had feathers in her hair i screamed
0: everybody in this season has feathers in their hair it's incredible
1: (laughs) it's everybody I, i was hoping for a bad wig reshoot moment or feathers so i was so happy when she was like she was just like playing with her hair and it was tucked underneath i was like ooh, a hidden feather
0: uh basically her and Jordan, Jordan gets controlling because he's mad, you know, that Kiel cheated. And she's realizing, like, I don't like this. I'm not interested in this. So she tells Jordan she wants to take a break with him. And Jordan goes. So what are you gonna do about or does she say? One of them says, So what are you gonna do about your Facebook status? Facebook status? <laughs>
1: I have a general note that the these entire two episodes, the like overarching theme is Facebook status yes. slash relationship statuses. Everyone so. is like obsessed with talking about Facebook relationship statuses.
0: So much Facebook, so much Facebook statuses. <laughs> I mean, first of all, the idea of changing my relationship status on Facebook in the year—anytime uh. I see somebody do it, I'm like. <laughs> Really, like even people that are like get married now, you know what I mean? They're like changing to married. I'm like, wait, in
1: 2022, I
0: see it every once in a while. I see somebody update oh, their status to married, no. and I think, Oof. why did you do that? I've had my re- I remember when you could they first like let you start hiding the relationship status, yep. and I did that. Um, remember when somebody would like earnestly put it's complicated. <laughs>
1: In, like, university, when I was just, like, sleeping around with everyone and being, like, a little drunk, that's what I kept my Facebook. I was, like, I'm so mysterious like this. Like, people will never know. But in retrospect, no, I'm, like, oh, that's corny. But it was very of the time.
0: (laughs) The way Facebook just, like, ruled our lives. Like, kids Uh today. I haven't
1: had it since, like, 2018. So I... I still I I don't miss it
0: I still have it like I don't know why I don't post on it like I don't let anybody tag me in anything I just (laughs) I don't know I just like can't fully get rid of it you know it's just like a relic of
1: my past no I totally get it but as someone who doesn't have it I highly recommend it it's so nice because like I was like you like I didn't do anything on it I use like Marketplace Mm -hmm. but I I don't miss that
0: yeah my friend that like fucking hates Facebook so much I saw like that she had activated her Facebook and I was like what is going on and she's like fucking Facebook marketplace is like the only (laughs) place that I can buy stuff now and so I have to have my Facebook (laughs) (laughs) I was like okay that makes sense (laughs) Um,
1: that's when it would be good to have like a call so you could just use his Facebook to do it
0: Yes, that would be really good. Uh, we get a scene of Kale going to Hibachi, which I always love when they go to Hibachi on these shows. It's such like a <sighs> Me Teen Mom too. show. Or Teen Mom order. We are in
1: so many restaurants. I was so happy.
0: So many restaurants. Although we don't usually hear their orders ever
1: on Teen Mom. Never. I was like hopeful. I was like, maybe we'll have like something. But I'm just happy to be here anyways.
0: Teen Mom's not as into like the minutiae as Real Housewives yeah. is, where like Real Housewives, especially like, these loves.
1: old seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially these old seasons. But like Real Housewives loves a moment in which like somebody's acting silly in the background, or like there's something going on, kind of like out of the main frame, that just like doesn't. That's not how T Mom is shot.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> it, it feels like these are shot on like a BlackBerry. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Especially Leo's scenes. <laughs>
0: truly, truly. Um, She's talking to her friends and she says like, you know, I'm just like, the fact that Isaac doesn't have any family upsets me. And I'm like, it's wild that Kale acts like Joe and his family like don't
1: exist. <laughs> and like Joe is super involved at this point and like very supportive of Kale and stuff. So I'm like, your relationship is in like a decent place. Yes, yeah. you are like cheating on your boyfriends with Joe, but... Like, you, he, he seemed like a very supportive co-parent during these two episodes.
0: Yeah, she's like, Isaac just has me. And I'm like, well, also he has like Joe's mom, Joe's dad, Joe's uh, Joe's brother, all of Joe's cousins.
1: <laughs> You're sitting at a table with five other people right now, like who I'm sure are in your house constantly. Like yeah. your friends or your family too, sweetie.
0: It's just curious. It makes me, it does make me sadder to hear kale talk about a lack of family than chelsea because i'm like Mm -hmm. chelsea you have a family but like when kale talks about it that's when i feel very sad i think
1: because it's real
0: it's real and i think also what's sad is like at this point in time she still had true hope that she would like find a family and like a life partner and like have that And I think that she does not have that hope anymore in a way that is, and I'm not saying like you need to desire that, but I think that like, she is, has got such like a me against the world mentality that she hasn't fully developed in these episodes. That's like very sad now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh she finds out that jordan is hanging out with a girl because her and jordan are supposed to go to dinner to talk about their relationship
1: he did a gotcha moment oh that.
0: A, she's like Oof. and you couldn't call me he goes i forgot i'm like you did not forget
1: no you were literally like he answered on the first ring he knew she would be calling
0: yes um, in the next episode, she is really upset over this because Jordan is basically like, we're done. She's sitting on the couch crying and Joe comes over and Joe, like you said, was so nice. He sat down with her. He like really let her talk and, um, you know, just like vent about what's going on. And <laughs> Joe goes, he's just such a big joke. And Kale goes, but I'm not laughing. <laughs>
1: yeah which was so sad but like again he's I felt like he was saying all the right things yeah. like I was like if this was me this would cheer me up in some capacity yeah Why? Yeah. I, I also lack any real sympathy for Kale because I feel like she brought this on herself like at one point she was like I'm confused by this and I'm like but you broke up with him yeah so You're not confused Where's the by it. confusion?
0: <laughs> You've never wanted to be with Jordan, ever. Yeah. You don't like Jordan. That, yeah, it's hard to be like, it's, I think what for me is sad watching a person who has a lot of issues kind of realize that like, this thing that she thought would be fixing her issues is not, which I think she right. thought that like being with Jordan would make her feel better and it doesn't. Um, and that's like, always hard to watch somebody realize that like they're not able to fix this thing that's wrong with them um Mm -hmm. and she is so funny she's like I'm just never gonna find anyone who accepts me and Isaac the way that he did and Joe goes you're 19 years old
1: (laughs) which is some of the best advice I've heard on this show ever yeah Yes, you're 19. Like I understand, you probably feel like a like 30 year old woman at this point, just because like you're on TV, you're slightly famous, you've had a kid for a couple of years now. Like especially Kale, you've been on your own, working for yourself forever. So you probably feel older, but you're only 19. Like you have so much ahead of you.
0: (laughs) So much, so much oh gosh uh she is talking to the friend a little later and basically being like i think jordan was a rebound it's like yeah no shit kale
1: yeah it it was like she finally had a moment of like it it was so obvious we all knew (laughs) that he was a rebound (laughs) twice (laughs) he Um, he was literally nothing but a convenience so that is what a rebound is sweetie Uh,
0: The episode ends with Joe and Kale going to get food while they do like an Isaac exchange. And this is when Joe confirms that he's dating V and Kale is like mad. And he's like, well, do you want to meet her? And she goes, no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And he goes, you're not happy for me. And she goes, you know what? I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're happy. But it's hard for me to think of him as having a stepmom. And she like gets up crying and walks away and joe and is. Leaves. you can tell joe is like oh i thought we were in a different place
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he <laughs> she she thought she had a chance with him i think yeah so. oh, like uh, when he showed up i thought she thought she could tell him she had dumped jordan and she was ready to get back with him and he like had the family and yes. he would jump right in Especially like he's like i'm actually you- dating v
0: especially because he had come over he had been so nice he put his hand on her leg like he well even really earlier nice in the
1: conversation he's like someone one day will call you their little queen like he was lifting her the fuck up so yeah. like I think she really was like in a little love bubble moment and he yes. popped it so quick
0: because I think that the only I don't think her and Joe have ever been friends Right? Like
1: no, not at all.
0: So like to this day, I don't think her and Joe have like anything in common. I don't think they like each other very much. I don't think they ever really have. So I think the only time that Joe has ever been nice to her has been when they're like involved. So I think exactly. that she was like, Well, he's being nice to me. So that means he wants to be with me. Yeah, and me. oh I actually I don't feel bad for kale in that moment, but I also do feel bad because that's shit's so embarrassing when you are <laughs> so I think she was embarrassed honestly in that moment like more than she was hurt I think she was like oh fuck I misread this
1: totally and I think she like is at this point now finally mourning her like breakup with Joe like Mm -hmm. she's had like that final confirmation that like okay we're not actually getting back together like shit I just had a rebound Ooh, and yeah she was just embarrassed and yeah left crying
0: yeah. She's sitting in her car crying and Joe like comes out to the car and she's like, you know, it's just like, I'm just, I'm just accepting that we're never getting back together. And like, Joe's like, okay. And she's like, and, you know, like Isaac is never going to know what it's like to have a family together. And this is how I can kind of tell she's embarrassed she, and not really upset, but she's like, I don't even know why I'm crying. It's been two years and Joe goes, yeah, I, I mean I don't know why it bothers you. It doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> it's so, he says it so nicely and like matter of fact. Yes. Like, he's not being mean at all. That's the thing. Like his tone is so nice and like empathetic. He's, and just he's not being like super
1: gentle.
0: Yeah, but basically he's just like. Yeah, I mean, like, we're never getting back together, and I'm not upset about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've moved on. I'm thriving.
0: Oh, gosh. I think Kale also, and she still does this with like Chris and whatever other girl boyfriend she's had, where I think Kale, she does it with Hobby, we know for a fact, where Kale in her head is like, Well, I'm the baby's mother. Like, V is whatever. He's just fucking V she's young she's like a loser like but i'm like the real family member of him i think this probably all goes back to her family thing right like her need to like solidify Mm -hmm. family and i think that so when joe is like "No, no, no, no like i actually am with V. like we're we're serious i think kale is like hold on what Like, you're not supposed to be serious with her. Like, I'm always supposed to be number one. And she does it with Mm Javi. We know she does it with Javi. She does it with Chris. She has this thing where I think she's like, because I have his baby, like, he'll always like me more than other women. And that's just not true. Yes.
1: I feel like I've only ever noticed that with Javi. But now that you've pointed this out, that's what the root of this entire scene was. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely,
0: like, has been doing it with Javi for years. And I think it's the most obvious example. But I think she does it with Chris too, because when Chris, like when it came out that Chris was having that other baby and she's like, well, at least I'm the first baby mother. Like, I think she really thinks that it's, well, I don't think Kale actually thinks it's a point of pride. If Kale and I sat down and like, I could like directly ask her, I think she would admit it's not a point of pride. But I think that- it's the only thing she has to grasp onto, and so Kale like will brag about stuff that's not braggable just because she's like trying to make herself feel better.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it.
0: Oh, but her and Javier, she's so gross about it with hobby.
1: Yeah, it, 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 they don't do a great job hiding it either.
0: No, and you know, like <laughs> you know that Kale's like, well, he'll never love anybody else like he loves me when it comes to hobby, and it's like. He doesn't even love you. You two are just fucking yeah. sick in the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, and hooking up in parking lots. But oh, okay, God. sure. Oh. All right,
0: let's let's move on to little Leah. Little Leah Messer. The,
1: the star.
0: Leah is so <laughs> funny in this episode in these episodes. She's peak she, Leah. She's pe- her she has that incredible the bangs, the
1: Obsessed. dark The dark
0: hair dye die under.
1: The the smile that came on my face when she showed up on my screen. I was like,
0: yes, this hair. Uh, It's perfect. It's perfect. It
1: needs to make a comeback. I would love to see the TikTok girlies doing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that would be funny. Like, oh God, that terrible blonde on top. Oh gosh. Uh, Leah's starting college. I guess she does like a couple weeks of it, which I kind of forgot that she even did a week of it. Um,
1: nurse Leah
0: it's really funny she's like talking to Kayla and she's like I'm just gonna like cry I'm gonna miss them so much and Kayla goes their classes aren't that long
1: they're only like four hours right
0: (laughs) Leah goes well the lady at the school told me for every hour I have class I need to add an hour of studying and Kayla goes oh wow (laughs) they're both like this is a lot
1: (laughs) Oh, I loved it. I love Kayla. I think Kayla is a great friend of, especially for Leah. Did you notice
0: Kayla's wig moment in the next scene? What I think was a wig moment, which she came over and Leah's like, your hair looks different. And she has like the biggest stretchy headband, like over the wig line. Like it has to be a wig.
1: Well, she walks in and Leah goes, Oh, you've dyed your hair brunette. And I, like in the first scene, we see Kayla, she's bleach blonde. And then she comes in. I think she just was like hiding her extensions because she kept playing oh, with her extensions. Yeah. It, it was hard to tell because the quality was so poor. Like but something
0: was it, going on though that was not right with that. Edit. She
1: was not liking her brown hair at all, was my interpretation. And she was just trying to like mask it as much as possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, This is when she decides she's gonna text Jeremy and they're gonna like make a date. And Leah's like, "I can't believe you like want me to text him. Like, oh my god, I'm a mom with two kids." Uh- <laughs> and when Meanwhile, Jeremy, comes, your
1: Facebook friend,
0: yeah, when Jeremy comes over for this date, the most Lance Bass he's ever Lance Bass. Like he is full sync member like I the only thing
1: I were he looked so much like him so much down to like the earrings the only thing I really wrote about Jeremy was that he has great skin and Lance Bass has great skin he
0: does now that you say it
1: especially for somebody that works outside all day like right and like Again, on this quality of TV, like (laughs) you can't really tell people's skin texture or anything like that. But his, I was like, oh, wow, gorgeous. They
0: go go go-karting, which like you guys know I hate activities, but I will, I give dates. It was cute. I give dates a pass because I feel like that actually, like on first dates and early dates, like you do actually do activities that you would never do (laughs) once you're in a relationship. And one of them is like
1: going go-karting. Have you been go-karting before? Yes. Okay. I never have. So I was just like, is this like a
0: not actually like that, like on a track, but I've done like a lot of my friends growing up, like had go-karts. So we would ride around in them.
1: And I've done like a bumper car
0: situation, like that's similar to this
1: yes I've definitely done bumper car but this I was like oh I've never like slammed into someone the way like Jeremy was getting Leah at some point
0: yeah um Leah beats him in the driving and so she's like I'm the man now
1: yeah okay
0: (laughs) they talk about what Jeremy's job is and then she's like so did you already know I had kids and it's like yeah Leah you're famous
1: yeah. And he has you on Facebook. I'm sure your profile picture is the, the girls.
0: Oh, you know like, it's the girls like in a full right? glamour shot.
1: <laughs> and you know, she has like many albums on Facebook. So this was peak album time. So, so many, many with those like upside down smiley faces she was doing in her text. Like <laughs> I know he knows. Yes. But even before that, she was like dropping hints to him about having a family. I was like, Leah, this is your first date, baby. Like if it it might not actually be your first date because we're on MTV, but like for audience perception, like this is your first date and you're like literally dropping hints to this man that you want to have a baby with him.
0: Yeah, she's like, so is it like hard to have a family on the pipelines?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like
0: you're 19 years
1: old. You just met this person. Like just get to know him, have fun. Like just have fun.
0: (laughs) Not Leah's MO, not at all.
1: No, not at all she's like Miss, so I th- don't really date people
0: yeah <laughs> I have my guard up I take things slowly a messer she's like so just like me being divorced or having kids bother you and he's like no not at all and it's like Leah why would he be out with you if it bothered him
1: mm-hmm. and then like we find out him and Corey know each other so I was like yes. oh he like no know- like there's another level to this connection like you're aware of each other in some capacity. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um, Like he's been to Quaker steak with Corey. Clearly he knows you have babies and you were married to him at one point.
0: Yeah, also like he watched you on TV, like that Yes. Um. So they like have a good date. They look like they have a ton of fun. He kisses her when he drops her off and then it's her first day of school. And truly the most embarrassing (sighs) thing in the world happens where she's, she like calls a girl she's like I'm kind of lonely and then an admin comes up and it's like you have a package and I'm like the most
1: eager random person pops out of like a bookcase and is like you got a package
0: <laughs> he's like I'll get to be on tv <laughs>
1: <laughs> so eager I love him that's
0: actually the exact way I would want to be on reality tv
1: me too that's what I would be like I'd be like Leah Miss
0: Leah oh
1: Leah <laughs> There's a package down for you. That's the
0: only way I would want to be on reality TV. Like (laughs) letting someone know they have a package, taking their order, ringing them up at a shop, like one singular time where you can have one line with them. Like I would never actually want to be on a reality TV show. I would never want to be a character. Like I would never want that, but like, would I fucking, if I was working somewhere and they're like, somebody has to let this, the TV star know that there's a, a delivery for her and they'll probably get to be on camera I'd be like I'll do it yeah
1: I'm there with bells and whistles like sign me up I'm the same exact way I want nothing to do with it but to be like just have that one shot of like making an impact yeah I'm there
0: he's like so light-footed too he he like prances he comes
1: out of nowhere I was literally like wait where well who is this a grin on his face, he's like, "There's a package for you." the most personality I've ever seen on this show. I feel like,
0: and she's like, "For me?" And she goes, and it's a huge bouquet of flowers, and she's just walking down the hallway <laughs> holding it,
1: smiling ear to ear, so imagine, pleased with herself.
0: Imagine seeing that, like a girl, like being filmed like a bouquet the size of her
1: i feel like what's going on that's so first of
0: all to send somebody flowers at school is weirdo behavior that is like the weirdest shit ever okay
1: i was gonna ask you did she send these to herself like is this like a share clueless moment where it's (laughs) like prove like make people think other people want you it is very share clueless the flowers come to school right like I was like did she do this like hmm she doesn't read a card Hmm. does she there was a card and it was like best of luck on your first day Jeremy (laughs) but you know how like floral or florist cards are very like literally printed on a computer like very informal uh, so, but I was like, I don't know if he sent you these girl, but okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, <laughs> oh gosh, it's so embarrassing. And she is like riding high, which, you know, good for her. In the second episode, they go out riding on his motorcycle and, they're totally together. They're boyfriend and girlfriend. And Did they he, have
1: matching helmets? Were those helmets matching? I think or like so, cause that I think, was that a his and hers.
0: I think they're both Jeremy's, I would assume. And so he probably has okay. matching ones.
1: Okay, cool. Cause I was like, wow, they like I, I'm just someone who's like knows Leah moves really fast. So I'm like, wow, second date. <laughs> matching already, his and her helmets. Like she's already course. ordered
0: airbrushed <laughs> helmets.
1: Literally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, they're talking about being boyfriend and girlfriend, and <laughs> Leah goes, "So weird! I went from being married to having a boyfriend." Boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, you were 19 years old, literally."
1: <laughs> That's usually how it goes after you get a divorce if you're like out there. But
0: <laughs> and this is how she's she really des-
1: seen things.
0: This is how she describes her camp with Corey. You know, I cheated on Corey, but like it was a week before our wedding. He kept pushing me away. He did things and I did things and it was wrong of me, but I don't want you to think I would do that to you. And I laughed so hard because not only does she do that to Jeremy, she does it with the same guy. Like that's incredible. But he
1: says, I can tell you're a good person <laughs> and ooh. It hits different when, especially when you put it in this context that like she does this to you with Robbie.
0: Like, it's not just that she cheats on Jeremy. <laughs> it's that she literally does the exact thing. <laughs> I also love that Leah's still pretending like she only had sex with Jeremy the week before the wedding. It's like Leah, baby.
1: <laughs> it was the whole, the whole marriage. Um, but yeah, he was doing things. I was doing things. Okay.
0: She always says that you were doing things. I was doing things. She's always saying Corey was doing Things.
1: What are these things? I would love to know what these things are. (laughs) I
0: would love to know. Um, So then Jeremy meets the girls. There's a little funny moment where she's like, say hi to Jeremy. And Allie goes, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. It was so so funny. So funny. And then she ends the episode. I mean, Jeremy's like being good with the girls it does i'll be honest like anytime and we see this with janelle too but anytime i see like a non-related man holding children that he's like i'm not like say i don't i 100 percent do not think jeremy did anything to those girls but it always <laughs> makes me nervous like see a single mom yes. letting a man hold her kids that she barely truly knows i'm like
1: yeah this is the first time you're meeting them and they're like cuddling him yeah no i i get that it was it was I, for me it was just like you don't really know this person in the context of this show i'm sure at this point they had been like dating for two months but still Maybe. and he probably already met the girls you
0: know it's crazy um, to think she's like literally pregnant two months after the seen is filmed
1: uh, yeah, I, I was honestly expecting at the end of this episode to get like a next time on her being like, I'm pregnant.
0: I think it's at the, like towards the end of the season, but okay. It's like it's it's crazy to think that within within a year and a half of where they are right now, Leah will have gotten pregnant, gotten engaged, had an abortion, gotten pregnant again, had a baby. And, like, got, mm-hmm. like, and then gets married. Like, within, like, 18 months of this film being filmed.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I said, she's the star of this, this, this season, this era.
0: I think so, too. I really think she, she is. Delivered. And she delivered. And she also, like, I feel like in the moment watching this, we were like, oh, my God, she's, like, met this new guy. That's so great. I'm not sure I was thinking, like, she's moving so fast.
1: No, like, I so definitely great. wasn't.
0: That's so great. Me, oh, I was like, oh. We forgot to sorry. mention that Corey talks about how he was dating a girl for a little bit and his dad's like, I saw you change your Facebook status.
1: For a three-day relationship, I may add.
0: Iconic, iconic yeah. behavior.
1: Okay, tell me if I'm like, if I've like truly lost my mind. Is Jeff, Corey's dad like kind of hot in the grand he's scheme always, of he's always, mom, granddad? Okay.
0: Yes, he's always been hot ish like for yeah for the team yeah, yeah. like hot,
1: hot is not the right word but he's like cute yeah because when he came on the screen i was like oh i forgot like he's like pleasing to look at
0: also like he's probably like 42 years old in these scenes yeah he's he,
1: probably very quite yeah yeah
0: i'm probably close closer to his age closer to his age. his age in these scenes like <laughs> i'm pretty sure mama Dawn is like 38
1: in this season. Oh wow. Because
0: she was 16 when she had Leah. And Leah's only 20. Oh. Right. So okay. she's under 40. Or not even 20. She's like 19.
1: Yeah, I think she says she's 19 at one point in this episode.
0: Oof. So I'm sure Jeff is like a cool 43.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, he's he's good looking. Like you so can date. Him.
0: You could date a guy Jeff's age in season three and it wouldn't be weird. You know,
1: like I'm I'm dating a 40 year old right now. Exactly. So like <laughs> it, that's why I'm like, I'm so comfortable. I'm like erasing the am I losing my mind my I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, confirm <laughs> Jeff is it, baby. All right. Let's talk about our main
0: girly, our Janelle Evans. Um, who I, I just this. like wait wait, abs- wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Can we uh-huh. go back to Leah for one second? Yes, of course. And we can we just quickly talk about how she calls Corey at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, have you heard that I've been dating anyone? And he's like, no. She's like, so you hadn't heard anything from anyone? He's like, no. <laughs> I thought so that was hilarious. Nice. I'm like, yeah. She's like, girl, he does not care. <laughs> but let's move on to Phoebe and Janelle now because that's who, that's who we, I'm really here to talk about. I
0: i am obsessed with the voiceovers that they have Janelle do they're so fucking funny she goes it's about to be Jace's second birthday but we can't plan a party because I might be going to jail like that's incredible
1: so monotone too (laughs) the way she delivers that like she's phoning it in but
0: (laughs) like just just incredible so she goes to lunch with Tori and they're Janelle's, matching. Yeah, they're matching. Janelle's decided that she doesn't <laughs> want to go to jail after all, and she does want to go on probation. And so Janelle and Tori make a pact that they won't smoke weed anymore.
1: Yep. <laughs> like, that was Janelle is nice literally like, Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I doubt Tori kept up her end of the bargain. Just well, based off did my know. knowledge of Tori. <laughs> fair, very fair
0: point. <laughs> of course Tori didn't Tori like left and was like no I meant like with Janelle I'm not going to smoke pot
1: (laughs) I meant in front of cameras (laughs)
0: um so she lets us know that she is like really trying to avoid going to jail and so she's going to write her PO a letter which she tells Barb about and I wrote down word for word um what she has in this letter it's incredible.
1: And are you allowed to do this? Like, I know nothing yeah. about yeah, okay. You can do this then.
0: Yeah. So the probation officer has like full discretion over what they do. So, like basically, Janelle has this probation officer, and the probation officer can violate her probation and send her in front of the judge and recommend that the judge send her to jail or whatever okay. or oh. the probation officer can decide not to violate her and like give her as many chances as she wants the po is like kind of like the god of the rules of, a of yeah like
1: okay. and like
0: truly has like full autonomy over like i mean to a certain extent right like but for the most part has like a, a lot of autonomy over like what happens to the, the people that she's the po for
1: okay okay cool because yeah i was like wow what privilege that you yeah. think you can just write a fucking letter yeah she's like, not I'm not gonna smoke weed anymore
0: it's not a letter to the judge it's like it hasn't okay, gotten cool. to the judge yet she's like asking the PL like don't send me in front of the judge
1: okay cool I appreciate the the explanation because I was like wow wow
0: thank god I got a, a bachelor's degree in criminal justice what else would I do for yeah. this show
1: it's coming in handy i've learned something this is my one thing i've learned today
0: (sighs) okay this is janelle's letter that she reads her bar probation probation has been helping me for the better i've been at home i made a daily schedule the other day for me to obey by and even been picking up jace from daycare early even though jace will look back and see what i that i did mess up my life a little i want him to go to college like me and do whatever his dreams desire Once I got arrested for the violation for failing my drug test, I was crying and screaming at the top of my lungs in the holding area because I was so shaken up and scared I would be locked up. Not only did I disappoint myself, but everyone around me. It was definitely a huge wake-up call.
1: (laughs) I'm shaking you guys.
0: First of all, a schedule for me to obey by.
1: (laughs) Obey. Um almost you're almost there. Truly really writes this letter like she's
0: on the phone with a girlfriend. Like I was imagining like just the screaming and imagine being on the receiving
1: end of that. <laughs> but it worked.
0: It worked. It worked because Janelle did not have to go to jail and Dustin calls and is like you're the luckiest person alive. Dustin's like so mad at her in these episodes. It's very funny.
1: He literally started the call off. He's like, surprisingly, you got off. I was like, damn, you didn't even have faith in her. Like, <laughs> You're supposed to like faith being in her corner at least.
0: He says cats have nine lives, but you just picked up your 10th.
1: <laughs> and she's about to pick up a few more. Yeah.
0: Is it not crazy to think that Janelle still has not done serious jail time since this episode?
1: Right. And has been arrested like a dozen more times since. It's... I've seen her pull a gun out on camera. So <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> God, I should redo that episode, even though I did it like on this podcast when it was airing live. But like that, I, I just I watched, watched like... it
1: recently and I was like, wow, this is shocking. and I've seen it a zillion times like I'm desensitized to it and I'm still like whoa
0: the fact that that was on camera and like
1: right and poor Jace is in the car with her like I that's what bothered me the most about it I think watching it this time around
0: she's calling Jace a liar afterwards because Jace like told the truth about what happened to Barb
1: and went lie to her uh lie for her i was just like oof i think that's actually what like was most disturbing about it this time around
0: oh god oof. imagine how fucking scared Grace was and you know it's bad because she's on the phone with david and david's like what the fuck are you doing turn around when mm-hmm. david eason is like put the gun away and turn around put the gun away and turn around
1: yeah if you're in a position where he's offering you sound advice <laughs> um exit stage left like get out of there immediately things
0: have gone wrong
1: yeah very wrong
0: (laughs) Uh, so in the second episode they're talking more about Janelle's bipolar disorder which Janelle claims she doesn't have anymore I don't know but it is
1: wait in present day she is
0: saying that she's been saying it for years like shortly after this season she said that she's i swear to god she tweeted this once she doesn't have bipolar she has anxiety caused by other people
1: oh okay uh let's <laughs> keep let's keep it moving then i've I heard everything like, i need to hear
0: i wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't have bipolar disorder she has so much trauma and right. like is on a lot of drugs and i I got a bipolar disorder diagnosis once, like...
1: I was about to say, I feel like a lot of people get diagnoses when they're young that aren't necessarily, not, not true, but wasn't what was actually happening.
0: Yeah, especially when you have, like, truly a lifetime of trauma and you're a drug addict. So, like, your, bra- your brain is not working, right? You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And, like, you're you're just not, you're not, like presenting a true picture of yourself like when I got my bipolar disorder diagnosis I then told the doctor how much Adderall I did and he's like you're not manic you're like high on speed (laughs) (laughs) I was like well I take like uh like 90 to 120 milligrams of Adderall every day
1: (laughs) they're like oh okay then (laughs) there's the there's the root of it okay
0: I didn't go to rehab for another like six years after that too (laughs) oh god um but so Janelle and Barbara are talking about the fact that she needs meds and Janelle is like yeah whenever I get a time whenever I get the time I'll make an appointment I'm like I think you have the time
1: Janelle yeah like what are you doing (laughs) but she she, she's yeah, she is writing that, like, I feel fine in this moment, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's going to stay like this forever. She's not really thinking about future Janelle.
0: No, 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 which I think is still an issue with Jane. Yeah, the,
1: that's, yeah, that's just how she is. Yes. But she so, does have time to focus on a boy.
0: Yes, Josh, which, do you know what happened with Josh in recent oh. years? Oh,
1: Well, I am a listener and I also did some research after watching these episodes. I was like, where did he go? And yeah.
0: For years, for years, everyone was like, that Josh was so nice. She should have stayed with him. What a good catch. He comes up arrested for kidnapping because he stole a car with a baby in it.
1: Right. And like, oh, oof. And like I was looking at the mugshots and stuff, and it just seems like he has not not doing, been doing well. very, yeah, not doing well at all. Imagine but he
0: stealing a car, and then you like are riding out, and you look behind, I mean, and no you realize state. there's a three
1: year old in the back. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it on the side of the road and keep going. <laughs> Go on a cross country chase. Like-
0: fuck I didn't mean to do this like this just escalated everything in a way I did not plan on
1: <laughs> didn't think it could get worse and it does
0: oh so much worse so Janelle is telling Barb about it and Janelle goes it's or Barb goes is he cute is he skinny you like this is he guys. skinny <laughs> as someone that used to really like tall skinny guys I was like okay Janelle I guess we have that in common <laughs> And Barb is happy. And I was thinking about because Barb just says most of her
1: cheeks. exes are skinny. Yeah,
0: they are. They really are. Tall Sorry, what were you saying about Barb? Say Barb is just happy that she's like not talking about Kiefer.
1: Yeah, Barb is super supportive of this. She's like all for it. She's like, this sounds great. It's great to meet new people. Get out there.
0: Yeah, I think at this point in time, Barb's still like genuinely has hope that Janelle can be better
1: I think so too
0: which is sad but also it's like I I've always been like Barb do you have any idea how you play into Janelle's issues like I truly think that Barb has like thinks she has like nothing
1: to do with it I agree with you I I don't think she sees that at all or would be able to
0: no. And I mean, maybe if she like got in front of a therapist, she could like recognize that some things weren't great, but like if Barb had any sense, not sense, but if Barb had more insight into trauma, I guess back when this is happening, she's seen an improvement in Janelle. Janelle is willing. She's home a lot. It's like, let's go to family therapy, like the, me and you, and we can figure out like mm-hmm. how to care for Jace. We can work through this stuff but I don't think Barb is interested. I also think that like Barb, uh, it's a kind of a very common thing. I don't think Barb has like the mental load like to be able to think about that. Like, I think she is busy raising her three fucked up kids, her grandkids, working Mm -hmm. at Walmart, like trying to keep a roof over her head, always worked a million jobs. Like, I think that she just doesn't have the time to be like, I'm part of this shit that's going on with Janelle, and like I should get her help too.
1: Right. And worrying about how she can help fix that for a better future.
0: Almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Janelle's never going to get better. <laughs> like no. when she's with, like if you are still acting the same way and Janelle's living with you, Janelle's not going to get better.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. It's sad. I almost like wish that they, did go on that like couples therapy show oh my or whatever God, that, that she Amber to- did instead
0: yes I mean I yeah, wish she like did I just almost so like we could see it on tv but
1: that too but like because I feel like that would be like the only time I know that is very like faux therapy please if you're listening to this do not think that I'm thinking that people going on couples therapy are in any way being like helped or fixed or anything Chi but stands I feel like
0: doctor ish <laughs>
1: i'm a dr v girly she was actually on real housewives of new jersey fun fact so uh bringing it all back home but uh no like i feel like that would be have been an opportunity for barb to have some kind of like look inside even though it's for entertainment purposes i I think
0: barb is like kale in this way that like She does have the ability to self-reflect. I just don't know if she has any ability to follow through on it. So I bet like if Barb is sitting with a therapist, because I know Jace goes to therapy or has like been around doctors. So I'm sure Barb has like sat in on stuff. I bet. Yeah. I bet Barb listens to a therapist. You know what I mean? Like, I think if Barb, like if the therapist was like, this is going on because of this, I think Barb would be like, you're right. That is Right. But then I think as soon as Barb leaves the therapist's office, like, it's out of her head.
1: Yeah, out of sight, out of mind.
0: Because she always listens to Dr. Drew.
1: Don't even get me started on Dr. (laughs) Drew. He is not helping anyone, Liz.
0: No, but I'm just (laughs) saying, like, Barb is, like, willing to- She's receptive to to it. Yeah, she's willing to, like, talk about what's going on in her life with him. So I think that she, I think it just goes back to, like, it's like yeah in the therapist's office it sounds great but like she's just too busy and tired to deal with mm-hmm. it mm mm-hmm. um, no
1: I fully agree I just can't give Dr. Drew any no, sort of no 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 no, I'm no, no, no 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 <laughs>
0: no that's not what I meant I just meant like as far as bar no, no no I totally get it perspective so... I actually think Dr. <laughs> Drew is the world's greatest therapist oh Dr. Drew's <laughs> not a therapist but he's a psychiatrist right no 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 he's not a psychiatrist no, no. either huh hmm.
1: I feel like he has no stands though. Like no one is ever defending him. And that makes me feel happy.
0: No, 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 no No one. No one. Thank <laughs> God. Except for like Amber Portwood. <laughs> like, like Caitlin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Two of my least faves. So oh my they God. can have him.
0: <gasps> I forgot to talk about this. I didn't post this on my Instagram because What's going on? I... I just felt kind of sick about it, but Mackenzie McKee, who you all know, I really worry about Mackenzie McKee and suicide because she has past attempts and I just, I just really worry about her. And she tweeted this week. Um, I just want to go be with my mom, which is really concerning from someone who has alarming, past suicide yes. attempts to say something like that and know. to tweet it and to leave it up. And somebody was like, no, like, we love you. Reach out to Dr. Drew to get help. And she was like, fuck Dr. Drew and MTV. They discarded me like trash. And I will say I was a little happy at seeing someone say fuck Dr. Drew. Um, But this just reminds me, I like, I, I screenshotted it and like, even like formatted it to like fit on my Instagram feed. And I was like, Right. I don't think I want to post this because I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's anything to comment on. You know, like I try to be discerning with like what I post on the Instagram because sometimes I'm like, I don't think I need to give a comment section to this. I and
1: totally th- agree with you. Yep.
0: There have been a couple times like when Farah was involved in a sexual assault case, like in within the last year. I like a million people were sending it to me, so I like. I kind of have to post stuff sometimes. So people stop sending things to me and I like, posted I get it. that. I posted it, but I turned off comments and I was like, I don't want to see any comments, but I don't really yep. want my Instagram to be a space where I'm like posting stuff and turning off comments. And right. with the McKenzie thing, I think in my head, I was like, Oh, I'll just about it on the show. But like, at that point, even though I cannot say i McKenzie, I almost feel like posting on Instagram is punching down because it's like inviting people to like, And I know my, my audience, like 95% of the comments will be like, that's so concerning. I hope she gets help. But like, I, the idea of even like 5% being like, I fucking hate her, fuck Mac, like, which is valid feelings, but it's so serious. The topic, right? Like that Mm -hmm. I was like, I just don't think there's anything constructive that comes out of me posting this. Um, but I it's really, agree. really fucking concerning for Mackenzie McKee, who has had, I think, at least two suicide attempts, who's openly talked about her suicidal ideation, to be tweeting, like, I want to go be with my mom. And,
1: and this wasn't like a tweet and delete. Mac no, which she,
0: she tweets and deletes a lot. This was up for all the time.
1: This was okay. up for a while.
0: Um, she posted it on Father's Day, which, like, oh, you no. would think she'd be like, with josh and like how you know what i mean like i mean we know yeah we get that, the novel advice, but, <laughs> but it's really it's so concerning and i think there's a lot of misunderstanding obviously around <laughs> i i have news for you guys there's misunderstanding around suicide in our society um but i think a lot of people may think of her as like doing things for attention and i am very much of the belief that like there's no such thing is talking about self-harm or suicide for attention. And like, we should treat all of it very, very seriously. Seriously, And the reason that somebody having a, a suicide attempt, that's just for attention is still so alarming is because the number one indicator of death by suicide is having an attempted suicide in your past. So even if it's like not done seriously, that's still an attempt and like I just I'm so when Mackenzie says stuff like that and posts stuff like that I'm like so concerned for her she did say something that she's like reaching out to get help which I'm glad to hear but that's
1: great yes that's like a nice follow-up to it or a positive one at least because that was going to be my next thing like has anyone like has she said anything like I don't know who would check in on her yeah, she like still
0: has it up
1: oh wow yeah
0: it says, I'd like to just go be with my mom, dot, 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 dot.
1: Huh. That's really sad. I'm it's really, really sad. sad to hear that. Uh, she yeah, did say Dr. The- Drew. I agree yeah. with her.
0: I think the Dr. Drew one, she deleted, but this, she said, I will be getting help <laughs> soon. Uh, she responded to someone like, I will be getting help soon. Thank you for your love and support. So I was glad to see that. But I know that yeah. was like a sidewinder, but I meant to talk about that because- I wanted to like acknowledge it, but like I said, I just didn't want to post it on my Instagram, but I hope the worst part is knowing that like her support system is Josh. Yeah. And her sisters who are probably just like pray it out. And her dad, who I don't think is like really able to be there for her. Cause he, I think is like on the same page.
1: Is she living somewhere where her family is around?
0: No, even? she's in Florida and they're in Oklahoma. Okay
1: right okay so she truly just has like josh and her kids
0: yeah Oof. Oof.
1: Hmm.
0: imagine wow. like, imagine being in distress and then josh mckee is being like but i don't know what to tell
1: you i don't want to imagine that because that <laughs> i i don't want to go there <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh he's the worst okay so back to janelle yes
1: yeah, sorry sorry <laughs> i had to talk about mac for a sec
0: I'm always needing to talk about Mac. Uh, So she goes to meet up with Josh and her friend, Marissa. And she's like, so, you know, I have a baby, right? And he goes, no, really?
1: Why do you think the cameras are here?
0: (laughs) Right? Don't you think somebody was like, do you want to meet Janelle? She's on that show, Teen Mom.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like she, I'm sure at this time, everyone was like, oh my God, that's the teen mom girl.
0: Yes. By season three with like, Janelle, especially.
1: Yeah, like who had been all over TMZ, which is like at this like time, like national news, like gossip news, celebrity news. Like everyone knew who Janelle was.
0: Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so they like have dinner, they're having fun. They're talking about how he, he used to be on probation. She's on probation. And she's like, this is how she describes why she's on probation. Well, me and my ex-boyfriend, we were at this house and I like opened the back door and there are cops coming from every direction and they came in and they searched the whole house and they found some weed and like, I wouldn't say whose it was. So now I'm on probation.
1: And the way she made it sound, it was like a whole SWAT team came into this house to find them with like a little bit of weed. Also,
0: like, she says like in this house with not mentioning that like it was a house she wasn't allowed to be in.
1: Yeah, they they broke into that house, right? (laughs) Yes,
0: it was Kiefer's friend's like beach house that they were staying in when like his parents weren't there. And then I guess the parents found out that Kiefer and Janelle from Teen Mom, the homeless, (laughs) were crashing in their house and so they called the cops, but it's like, I was coming out of this house and it's like, well, first let's start there. Like, why were the police at the house?
1: Yeah. Not your house,
0: not your house, not your boyfriend's <laughs> not
1: house. Not Keith's house.
0: No, 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 no. And then we find out that Josh got off probation a year and a half ago and he was on probation because <laughs> he stole his mom's credit card and he put a tank of gas on his car and his mom said, go fuck yourself and press charges on him.
1: Janelle replies, I've been there.
0: <laughs> I've done that before. I was
1: like, oh, okay, we're bonding over credit card theft. On our well, as soon as he day said there. he
0: took his mom's credit card, I was like, Janelle's done that.
1: <laughs> My chain <made> in heaven.
0: <laughs> I mean, I kind of like respected the way that he talked about it. He, he was so upfront. He was so upfront. And he was like, it was really stupid. My mom did what she needed to do. And I'm glad she did because I learned my lesson. I'm glad yep. that I learned it young. Like he really did not sound bitter at all. And like really took accountability for what he did.
1: Totally. But he, I, we found out he didn't really learn. That
0: lesson. <laughs> then surprise, he goes on to kidnap a child by accident, but you know who amongst uh-huh. us hasn't right? Like let he who has not accidentally stolen a car and there was a baby in the back throw
1: the first stone. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan's done it on Instagram Live. So <laughs> if you haven't, you're you're not you're not chic, I guess. Oh my god, I need to shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they go bowling and Josh is like, Well, I won't smoke if you won't. I love Janelle. You know you're in the shit when all of your friends are like, nah, I totally won't smoke, man. Yes, they will.
1: Yeah. I wanna uh, bring it around you when I'm with you. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay.
0: Here's the problem: <laughs> is that you know all your friends are still smoking,
1: and like neither of them could keep a straight face during the conversation. Too, like it was doing a lot of cuts in between. Like the second, like they would start grinning, like they couldn't even get through it seriously. Yeah,
0: yeah, because they're both like, this is so silly.
1: They were probably like had just hot boxed the car. Yes, they went, <laughs> they went bowling. Of course, they were stoned. <laughs>
0: I just love like Janelle is so monotone in these episodes, and she's like, "Yeah, I can't smoke weed anymore." Like,
1: no. <laughs> in, in the face, in the delivery, everything about her is monotone. That's... Just so low energy too, like low so vibration, low energy,
0: so low energy. <laughs> Um, so then her, Marissa, and Josh take Jace to the Myrtle Beach Aquarium. It's a cute scene, but still same thing of when I'm watching a man, you don't know, like pick up your child and walk away. I'm like, Uh,
1: that's what I wrote in my notes. I was like, introducing Josh on your second date when you don't even really like hang out with your son that often. What that was weird to me that this one was way weirder to me than the Jeremy
0: way weirder Um, than the Jeremy
1: and and like like and like Jace Jace was like cuddled up in Josh too like Josh was full full caretaker moment
0: and the thing that like really gets me is the way that Barbara lets Janelle interact with Jace because like she'll be trying to give Jace a bath and Barbara's like screaming at her that she's doing it the wrong way but then she lets Marissa, Josh, and Janelle take Jace two hours away to an aquarium. Like, I don't, I never understand like the things Barb lets Janelle do with Jace.
1: Right. It's either like full on like helicoptering or it's just like, I don't care at all.
0: Like, imagine, like, take him and go. Imagine being like, yeah, this guy that you've known for one minute and you've gone on one date can take Jace with him to go to the aquarium. I'd be like, no.
1: I wonder if that's why, like, Marissa was there the whole time. Like, was, like, that the catch of it all? Like, you can do these things, but, like, you have to bring a semi-responsible friend. Bring anyone but Tori with you. Maybe,
0: or maybe, like, off camera they talked about the fact that MTV wanted to film it. Because it actually was a lovely scene.
1: (laughs) And, like, it was, like, super, like, family-friendly. Like, we went to the aquarium and then for burgers. Yeah, it
0: was really cute. Jace was, like, looking at all the the fish and... I just, I just never understand Barb's consistency around Jace when it comes to Janelle. And I think Janelle Mm -hmm. doesn't either. And like, also Barb, like truly Janelle does well for like 11 days. And Barb is like, okay, great. You want to take Jace overnight by yourself? Like she is, and I think part of it goes back to the fact that she's very tired. I think, especially at this point, she's like desperate for Janelle to get better so that she doesn't have to raise Jace.
1: And I- we talked about this earlier, but I think she still had hope at this point, too, that, like, Janelle would step up and... Yeah, because
0: at this point, Janelle hadn't done anything, like, really, really bad. I mean, she was, like, a bad person, but she was, like, yeah, like, normal, you could look at it as normal <laughs> teen shit, right? Like, she was drinking, exactly. smoking pot, and, like, having an attitude, but she's 19, and, like, maybe in mm-hmm. five years, she'll be, like, she'll grow out of this, and I was a partier in my... You know what? I, like, I can see the, like she's still young and if she just matures and gets it she'll be better yeah um yeah
1: so if i give her these opportunities these day trips blah 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 maybe that will you know inspire some maturity or whatever but yeah
0: which is as it continues
1: you i think you like see barb get jaded with it though as like the pattern gets worse and worse
0: yeah but i i even kind of think to this day like i mean barb was oldish when she had Janelle. I think Barb is 68 or 69. Like she's close to 70. Like Barb okay. is old. She's probably fucking tired. And Jace Definitely. has a lot of behavioral issues. And she had three kids with behavioral issues. Like she's probably. It sucks because it's not in Jace's best interest, but I can kind of understand when Barb is like, I just want you to take Jace.
1: Yeah got him off my hands. I yeah. just worked all day.
0: Yeah. Oh, poor Jace.
1: Okay. I'm a fake teen mom fan. What is the current status of Jace custody? Who has custody of him? Do we know?
0: Yeah. So Barb still has custody with Janelle having her visitations. Interesting. Um, there was a moment, I think around Thanksgiving, giving ish okay in which janelle like gave an interview to the sun or whatever saying that she (laughs) now had custody of jace and then barbara a couple weeks later was like that's not true what i think happens is jace is like 12 now and i think Mm -hmm. that he gets to be too much for barb and so barb goes and dumps him at the land and then I think he's there for a while, and then I think he calls Barb and wants to go home, and I think that that's going to be, like, the rest of Jace's teenagerhood, right? Like, I think he probably okay. actually loves it at Janelle's, like, he gets to play video games for as long as he wants, like, his siblings are there, they're, like, they have all the ATVs and, like, the pool and all that shit, um, and then, like, David and Janelle, like, get wild, and he's like, okay, going back to mom." like, Barb's, fine, <laughs> Mimi, come get me, and I'm sure, like, I mean, he might already be. I was smoking pot at twelve, but like, if he's smoking, well, pot, we know what
1: Janelle was. So
0: yeah, Janelle, Janelle, and I were both smoking. Janelle was dating age like a
1: twenty-year-old. Truly, at age poor Janelle.
0: Oh god, it's so fucking sad. Aww. Um, but like, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's like smoking pot over there. Not like with Janelle, but like, I'm sure they're on that big house yeah. property, and he takes pot from Janelle and like puts it in a Coke can. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. I, I think that it gets out of control with barb so he goes to janelle's so it gets out of control with janelle so he goes back to barb's i don't see formal custody like ever going back to janelle Jace is 12 now right like
1: right what's I, the point even
0: what's the point even i just i don't really see it happening um but i think that this is going to be his teenagerhood just like going back and forth depending on like where he's having more fun or who is more mad. I'm so fucking worried about Chase.
1: Yeah. I I honestly, I was like curious if Janelle even really sees Jay. So she does. So, okay. That's good.
0: You know, I think the one thing to say for David and Janelle is that because they don't leave their house, really, um, Although they just went on vacation, I think she got a big check from OnlyFans for the first they one. They definitely from did, and so she's like, "St. Thomas, baby, like let's spend this all." No care. Um, but I think like something to be said about David and like David being with Janelle is I I do think David is around the kids or like lives a life in which he assumes he's going to be around the children, um. in a way that like he's like yeah jace is coming over like he was already a dad by the time janelle got with him like different than how janelle was in early seasons where it was like maybe i'll see jace maybe i won't um and i think like them always being at the house is like jace comes for his visits i think that if janelle had to like put the effort into like getting him and like going to see him i don't think it would be happening nearly as much
1: right it would be like how we saw for many
0: years yeah exactly mm, how it was
1: just, yeah <laughs> yeah
0: oh gosh poor jace poor not kaiser. laughing at
1: that but yeah <laughs> poor
0: jace poor kaiser poor ensley poor all of them you know just yeah just fucked up marissa i think lives doesn't live there anymore david's oldest daughter okay is my understanding I, she lives? i with, assume
1: she lives with her mother
0: her i think her grandmother
1: Okay. her mom's
0: mom but i think her mom okay. is like in the picture okay which i mom. mean good for marissa i i hope
1: well she would be like a teenager now right yeah like, she probably remember, has like
0: yeah remember she testified when the kids are taken she like testified oh. against david and janelle and then the lawyer is right. like grilling her calling her a liar like oh god marissa oh, oh gosh, that's something all... i
1: like pushed to the depths of my mind so i was like oof. i think that's like when i truly fell off of janelle too because i was like that's
0: i mean kind of you are like
1: bad bad
0: kind of like i always say it's not for me there's like no fun in keeping up with janelle at all anymore no I, i see it because i go on the team on reddit and she every single thing she does gets posted but like her and david are just abusive racist monsters that like, I don't get a thrill out of following. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. I'm like, this is just dark and upsetting. And I don't want anything yep. to do with this. And I get people all the time being like, did you see this Chanel thing? Will you talk about this Chanel thing? And I'm like, I don't want to, I just don't want to talk about her. I don't, I don't want to put po- like, every time David makes a racist post, like, I don't want to post it on my Instagram. You know what I mean? No, like, cause like, we know
1: he's a racist piece of shit exactly (laughs) and like
0: we know janelle and david are bad parents we know they're abusive so like unless there's like something really newsworthy worth talking about i'm just like i'm not interested in keeping up with the day of the day it's sad and there's no for me i i i get a fun feeling i guess out of like following a lot of bad and sad and awful people and for janelle there's just like no joy to it whatsoever at all anymore for me
1: no I I totally understand and agree I feel like I'll maybe start caring if she leaves David
0: yeah and, but even the thing <laughs> is, is like I even like, that though I, I'm, I'm like Ugh. I hope she leaves David for the sake of for the kids right like I, I do think he'll be better I guess because I think David's really scary but also like I don't think we account enough for the fact that like Janelle's abusive to those kids too you know like yeah she's neglectful she does not know how to I say she's
1: super neglectful
0: I don't know if she's hitting them but I would maybe she is like but it it's not like I don't know I don't the thing the thing I try and remember is that Janelle's like 31 years old and Janelle has a lot of life left to get better and I hope yep. she does uh but it's I I don't know what it would take for me to like really be riveted by anything in Janelle's life.
1: Yeah, I honestly think that ship has sailed now that I like am truly thinking about it. I'm like, "Eh, yeah, I, yeah, but I I hope things look up for her.
0: Yeah, because like, like, yeah, as a human, I don't want her to be with somebody that murdered her dog. No, like, this is like like, just a horrible,
1: horrible, horrible person, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, he's so bad okay um the last scene is really interesting in that her and josh are supposed to take jace to, like a paint a plate place and janelle yes. is tired and she's in a bad mood and josh comes over and she's just like going on and on about how she doesn't want to go she doesn't want to go and Barbara's like fine don't fucking go like Barbara's like go or don't like just figure it out and janelle's like so upset and then she's sitting in the car with josh like crying like she's like I feel smoking a cigarette she's like this is what being bipolar is like I was up 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 and now I'm down and I don't know why I'm down and I'm like that is sad like it made me feel sad sad for her because I think she genuinely like didn't want to be feeling that way and didn't know how to deal and I think also the other thing is that she was really trying hard not to smoke weed and I think like her whole life whenever she felt that way she got high
1: she instantly would just go smoke weed absolutely she had lost like her true coping mechanism or what she thought like she needed to cope yeah um, it was that but Josh was just kind of like well you need to be focusing <laughs> he says your main focus needs to be on Jace and yourself and I was like hmm not horrible advice but maybe not what she needed to hear in this moment it's not the advice for an ill person
0: it's the advice I think like he could
1: have just nodded and been like I hear you and that would have sufficed
0: that's so hard babe (laughs) yeah (laughs) but he he
1: he seemed high sorry I agree I
0: think he was high I agree he was he was laughing yeah and I also think like Josh was probably like pretty aware of being on camera and it was just like imagine like you meet this girl she's on camera whatever you have these dates they're fine and then you're like at her house and like her and her mom are doing what barb and janelle do back and forth and you're like a little stoned and the cameras are there and you're just like what the fuck
1: (laughs) yeah i i would have been giggling i understood it imagine being a Front row for a Janelle and Barbara showdown no no
0: truly cannot no I think Janelle is like a really good example especially in this season of somebody you know they say like when you get sober you get worse in a lot of ways because you just like take away the one thing that you use to cope and I like I found that to be very true and I think Janelle is like such a good example of that that it's like it, yes, drugs make her worse, but in many ways, it's the only thing that she has. And so when she's like not smoking, which I guess she's not in this scene, like it's tough.
1: <laughs> Very so. tough for her. She and like she's like actually showing emotion too, if that makes sense.
0: Yes. And not screaming anger, desperate crying. Her emotions yes. are usually so off the rail.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: she's uh, you're right she's showing like a real like normal amount i mean what's normal but like a reasonable amount of emotion and self-reflection and just being like i'm just upset i'm just sad i don't know what's going on she's not doing that scream cry leave me alone janelle she's just like there i think she's uh, probably what it is is she's not smoking pot and she's fucking feeling things
1: yeah a moment of clarity Cause yeah, she, like, she even acknowledges, like, she doesn't have a reason to be depressed, but she is. And I was yeah. like, wow, that is insightful in this, Janelle.
0: Yeah. I remember like when I was in rehab, I cried so much because it was just like, I just had so many feelings <laughs> that I was not used to feeling. And right.
1: Everything's coming out.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, I felt a lot of stuff when I was using, but I just like had such an easy way to turn it off. That like not Uh being able to turn it off. And it's so tiring. You're like, oh, I just don't want to feel this way anymore. And that I really like identified with Janelle in that scene.
1: (laughs) Hopefully you didn't have a Josh with you.
0: No, my boyfriend was like, should we go get dope? Like (laughs) (laughs) my boyfriend's like, that was even worse. He's like overdosing the passenger seat. As I'm like, I'm so sad.
1: (laughs) I'm not. I'm not laughing no, but it's uh, yeah <laughs> it is funny
0: <laughs> oh gosh it's funny because I'm not that way anymore
1: <laughs> hello let's celebrate that exactly in the, in the words about, uh, yes exactly <laughs> oh this was so fun thank you so much for coming on so much fun I I had a blast I was kind of nervous because I am like so good Oh, so much fun. Thank you so much for having You're me. You're
0: welcome. We'll have to do on Patreon like a non teen mom, non real housewives reality
1: show, like Please. maybe a marriage boot camp. Oh, I would. Nothing would make me happier. That would be a dream come true.
0: Truly, marriage boot camp is a very underrated show. That shit is good.
1: I have only ever watched the season with Amber, uh-huh. and I also watched the season with Brandy. Or is that the same the one? same season where okay, I famously that- say that Brandy is fucking her dad
0: in that season? <laughs> <laughs> oh their my energy God, uh- <laughs> is not right. It's not right. They like put her Playboy pictures all over the walls of that room. It was not right. Something was not right between them.
1: Well, I just remember him being like really upset that she was like allegedly escorting or something. And I was like, hmm, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to go back and watch that and chat about that with you at some point.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Plug your Instagram again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, everyone can find me on Instagram at the Real Housewives Orders. You can find my Patreon there. And yeah, just those two places. Well, thanks so much. Have a good one. You too. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by
0: Solid Listen Network. Find me on Instagram at feathers underscore pod.